going to see Harry. Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast. I am sitting down with my brother Aaron, who is not actually here. He is over Zoom because he is uh, in a different place and <laughs> spiritually, <laughs> mentally, physically. He's elsewhere. And that other voice that you just heard is uh, Julie Lockie, Hi. who is our guest today. Uh, Julie lived in Ireland for a while. I did lives in the UK now. She seems traumatised by the fact that she's lived in Ireland for a while there. You okay there, I, Julie? I was a blow-in. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you guys, that's what you guys called me. Call us a tattoo. Hello. Come on. Hey, look at that. Oh, she, learned, she learned many, many, many things, including Irish mythology and Hegarty's. Yes. Um, and occasional <laughs> phrases in Irish. And uh, she's come in to chat to us. She's an actor. We will tell you where to find her online. She is... Um, going to talk to us today because we have a podcast about three bad bitches I, and we thought we had an extra bad bitch so we we'll turned into the podcast yeah i knew i should have done the intro there um, not really that <laughs> was a lovely introduction sorry. it was well beautiful yeah. it was beautiful it was beautiful julie was also in the first play we ever wrote together um when before we actually started candle tales yeah and true. yeah remember that you you were a mad that was fairy. a mad fairy wasn't i you were cast i mean <laughs> You know, you, you do play it very well, you know. Your face. You know, when you first met me, you were like, you really remind me of Louise from Bob's Burgers. And I was like, so proud. <laughs> Not the biggest compliment you know, anyone's ever given to me. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, it's very good to have you on the podcast, Julie. Um, well, I'm sorry for the very long episodes that you had to listen to. Uh, <laughs> unedited as well um, for these episodes, because these are coming out. Our, our recording this just before they've actually all come out so you haven't even had the mastered full musicified um version of them so fair play for doing you, a bit of homework yeah well i thought that they were about an hour long each and i thought last oh. night i had to listen to three hours of it and i had to listen to it twice to get the gist of all the names and stuff as well so i understand it properly and i thought how am i going to cram six hours of this in? <laughs> and then they weren't they were 20 minutes and a little bit less and yeah. yeah so it was all it's all good i did my homework i've got notes I'm ready. Oh, wow. Mm. That's good, because mm-hmm. you know what? We needed a bit of, you know, English professionalism brought into the Candle Tales podcast, I think. We were, just getting, we were slacking off here too badly. Um, I'm not sure. Do I need to apologise again for everything? Probably. No. That, what did I apologise for the other day? Oh, God, I for can't Mana. remember. For Mana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Connie, yeah. Connie was telling us, we ran into Connie in Cork. Um, Connie was telling oh, yeah. us about being from Fermanagh and learning about the Ulster plantations and feeling really bad about it. And, and then the everybody's turned to me. I'm like, again, sorry. <laughs> but look, it's good. It's good to get it online a few times. You know, I like it. You know, it's good. We're putting it out there. English people should apologize more to Irish people. People need to general. know. Yeah. You know, yeah. And if you think we're being really mean to this nice lady, look up the Ulster plantations. <laughs> have a look at history. Like yeah. we're not being mean you'll, at all. You'll feel weird. I, I yeah. can't promise it'll be a good experience but you'll feel real weird about it and this will seem funnier and if you think they're being mean to me don't worry i hold my own (laughs) i have heckled these people yeah you were there at the beginning i was there the first ever candlelit tales gig in the stag's head wow were you yeah yeah when it was you two going should we give this a go we went yeah and we all just came down and got drunk and heckled you yep and Mm. continued to come down and get drunk and heckle you yeah so one of my favorite things is when you two have a, a not a fight, like a joke. You, you, you'll slag each other off in the middle of it. That's my favourite thing. Jules would generally try and lob out a line that would encourage that to start off. Yeah. Which is yeah. kind of... Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's less of that on the podcast, I find, oh. because telling a story to a microphone, it's very hard to be funny. 
Yes, of course you don't have yeah you don't have the live interactive thing and you can't be yeah yeah there's not so the audience the, participation the, yeah. the podcast stories which I like it's a different style yeah I'm not not you know knocking the podcast because thanks for listening to our podcast yeah but um you know absolutely. it's different absolutely and actually that that would take us on to our first bad bitch I think because the um I have these three stories that we kind of accidentally grouped together um and our mythical places uh, series. The first one we want to talk about uh, would be Maka. And that, you've told that circa a few times live. And it's absolutely side-splittingly funny. And it's then not. on the podcast, it's kind of, it just loses that. It just gets a bit weird. Um, yeah, but it's also like that thing of, you know, it's slightly creepy, is very yeah. close to funny. It's just a tone shift away. So if it's not funny, but it's still kind of absurd, it's going to feel creepy. Mm. and weird yeah rather than feeling like live it's funny plus when i was listening to them you've both got such lovely voices and when you're doing it i was just like oh it's like mindfulness you know it's a different vibe because i'm listening to it going oh, this is why i need to listen to it a few times because it was sending me to sleep not because it was boring but because it was relaxing and nice and in my yeah, ears yeah. it's also really weird when you're doing that and it's your mates yeah yeah Fair. And you fall asleep listening to Sarka telling me things, and I'm just like, that's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, but but and but again, you see the whole way through, I was wanting to make hilarious comments, and there was nobody to do it. Yeah, you yeah. can't make jokes to an empty uh, empty microphone. It's really no. it's kind of kind of a bummer. <laughs> Doesn't quite work. Doesn't quite work. Well, it's also so. I guess in terms of Maka, okay, so this is one of the versions of the naming of Navenfort, obviously. Um, you know, it's not the dead twin story. Uh, it's it's the other one. So I'll turn it over. Do you want to give us a quick recap so people we kind of refresh, seeing as people fall asleep listening to these and might not. Uh, yeah, yeah, then I can heckle up. Okay, yeah, you can heckle. Okay, go so on. great, awesome. So Maka uh, is the daughter of Eadrua, who's one of the three kings of Ulster. They have a seven-year switch off. There's Eadrua, and then there's Dihirva, and there's the fellow whose name begins with a C. Can I just say? Can the British government pay attention? Seven years switch off, just change around. Just saying. It, 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 it's, <sighs> a, it's a good system. Mm. So, Adrua got killed, died in a, in, a, in a raid and ended up dying in Donegal in the waterfall. They named the waterfall after him. Tragedy. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and Maka, his daughter, who was a badass and a warrior, walked into the other two kings and said, so I guess I'll be taking his place then. And they said... No, you are a lady. You are not allowed. Um, and I kind of, in my head, Maka is um, legally blonde, Irish mythology version. You know, okay, right? Wow. Very, very femme, very beautiful, but very, very competent at the thing that she does. Oh, yeah. So no one and takes it seriously. Exactly. So they don't take her seriously. Yeah, because it said that she wasn't seen when she was beautiful and had all the gold and all the. She's got a. She's got a hoops on. She's got the lip gloss on, and nobody can see her because they're just like mm, bird. Yeah, exactly. Underestimated. Underestimated. Right. Overlooked. So Overlooked. she challenges one of or one of them challenges her. I can't really remember. Uh, single combat. She fights so, the lad. Yeah. She fights Derva, who's a bit older, and she thinks he's going to nominate a champion, but he doesn't. And so she fucking... Fool of a took. Fool of a took. 
he's clearly no match for her. He's out. She's amazing. She and she's kind of like, oh, he doesn't take me seriously because that in in the story was where she kind of realizes he doesn't take me seriously because yeah. I'm a woman. The only way I'm going to get him to take me seriously is by killing him. And then he's going to be like, it'll be. This is why it's funny. Like he's dying. Oh yeah, uh, I probably should have been less of a misogynist. This isn't yeah. really the funny bit. This is still like the preamble. To I know the funny it can bit. be okay, funny, okay. but it okay, is. Yeah, also, yeah. It's like he shouldn't have been the old uh, Billy Big Bollocks, should he? Should have. No. Should have no said a champion. Billy B. Bollocks. No. no. So then she marries the other fella. So there's one king of Ulster left. Yes. Uh, whose name I can't remember. Begins with a C. Yeah. She marries him because he's yeah. a bit sexy. And uh, then she basically becomes the king of Ulster. He steps aside and is like, you're better. Go for it. So she's the ruler of Ulster now. And, uh, and then she realizes he's got a rake of sons down in Connacht who aren't very happy about how she's taken over and she's obviously the same age as them so like they're not going to inherit the kingship from her because she's a lot she's she's the same generation as them so yeah they can do maths they're like hang on she's our age she's going to be alive as long as we are probably longer because statistically women live longer than men um and so they get they get really annoyed they go into Connacht they start stirring up rebellion and trouble and she takes off her glad rags, goes down to Connacht and seduces them one by one, lures them into the forest. They don't recognize her. This is the bit now that gets just me every time because it's like, so she literally takes off the hoops, takes off the lip gloss, puts on some shit robes. Like it's still clearly very hot but no one actually sees the person at all. Then has a camp with them and gradually seduces one brother after another after another and they leads them away off. into the woods none of them caught and none of them find it weird to be like hey i've just shagged your brother come with me like yeah, yeah. surely oh maybe she was going back and going oh, he's he's spent he's in yeah he was useless maybe. your turn come oh, with yeah, me maybe. we never got that far that's probably the line your man was too drunk he had too much yeah. um that's the line know? That kind of thing. So, yeah. So she, uh, she, it turns out what she's doing to them in the forest is not trying to shag them. She's just knocking them out and hog tying them. Yeah. Uh, So she has a pile of uh, good old hog ties. (laughs) (laughs) Pile of stepsons um, in the forest. And she marches them back to Wall Story at at Sword Point Mm. and says, You're going to dig me a fort to show that you acknowledge me as the king of Ulster. And then she takes off her brooch and she traces the outline of the ramparts of the fort. And Navin Fort is kind of like, there's there's an outer and then there's an inner that's kind of up on top. So um, she traces it with her brooch and that's why it's called Awan Maka, Maka's brooch. I love that she doesn't kill them or like beat them. It's just she wants free labour because she understands how much it costs now prices of sword and she's clearly been at grand designs and gone you know as foreman of this shit show i'm just going to keep prodding you no do it like this <laughs> don't dig there dig there don't you dig there yes dig there. yes quicker. that's that's a very good observation Julie. yeah thank I you for that insight right here. Yeah. Lowering right. Tone. <laughs> yeah no that's that's exactly what we needed um i always kind of go okay hang on is this i mean mac is brooch or the twins of mac who translates these things is it impossible to get the actual original translation because original translation of what 
I mean, it's not written down. You know what I mean? Like old, old Irish. Like I think that that whole thing of the the lore of place names in Ireland and the Dinchanicus is one of the reasons it's really interesting. And you get those different variations and those different name stories is because, you know, when was it written down by whom? Because yeah. these names go back way before we had writing. And apparently the word for twins and the word for brooch sounds and looks kind of the same because they're also those are also stories that are separated by hundreds and hundreds of years. So the language probably changed along the way a bit. Mm. So maybe it was the brooch of Maka, but at a certain point, the word slide and slid and came together and then it was the twins of Maka and then somebody went, well, hang on that that does that story doesn't make sense anymore so there's another story then we can fold that into this place you know what i mean there's and kind more of than one person called maka and there's so there's the, there's three in irish well then yeah yeah there's a few there's a few it, um it, 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 it's in to make it more confusing it's in arma which is ard maka which is a different maka again um, who's the wife yeah. of nemed who gets who who dies and is buried there so yeah and what what happens to to himself, the Sean Connery guy who she marries. Oh, he's the king guy. He's there. He's all right. He yeah. doesn't mind his son's sweating. Nah, doesn't seem to. Doesn't make any objections anyway. I mean, that that would that's a very valid point. Though. It's like so you went down, you seduced my sons. They all went with. Well, like, she's gonna leave that bit out. I would have thought she'll be like, they were mean to me. Uh, <laughs> they were mean to me. So I, I prodded them, and now they're here. They, Do you they want probably... your own sweet or not? Shut up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. like good, yeah. good to get a nice insight into what the bad bitch would be thinking. Thank you. Indeed, <laughs> that's how I would feel about it. Yes, yes, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, I would not, wouldn't have known, wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. They disrespected me, and now we're here. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of in my typology of the three bad bitches. I said this before we started recording. I feel like Maka is on the more much. She's on the like, on a scale of reasonable to unreasonable mm. you know burn it all down versus like be quite restrained in your way of do doing things i feel like maka is the more reasonable more restrained person because yeah. like she's only after what she's due which mm. is the kingship of ulster which she's you know is kind of sees as being her her birthright mm. and she doesn't go on any mad rampage killing sprees she's you know she doesn't even she doesn't kill the sons who are rebelling against yeah. her. She puts them to work instead. So she's quite measured and she's quite restrained. Mm. Whereas I think, you know, then you go down to Sheen, which we'll talk about now. Mm. And she's way yeah. less measured. Yeah, she's fully burn it to the ground. So can I say, but mm. kind of justified when I started listening to it. Yeah. And to obviously people who have already heard the story so it's no spoilers and if you haven't <laughs> unlucky uh stop it immediately and go listen to the story um at the beginning i was like who hurt you because my god woman it's i mean it's bad yeah it's really yeah. bad she's on one and she's then at the end, you go oh okay oh he hurt he, you. he hurt you <laughs> okay yeah. no i get it get still it. still excessive but you know it's, yeah i get yeah. it yeah, yeah yeah which is kind of like yeah she's yeah. like she she exacts a terrible terrible vengeance but it's kind of okay so do you want to do you want to catch everybody up with a little overview of that story or are sure you... well yeah sure i guess you know sheen comes into um uh to have happily married uh king and queen i think i'm you know i don't know um oh god i blanked the names is it Oki? 
It's Mark Markartok. No, Mark Markartok Mark Mark And what did we say? Dweevshuk. Dweevshuk. Dweevshuk and Markartok. That's right. Sorry. Blank. Great there. names. Um, great names, though. And yeah, I mean, she, basically, Sheen just kind of comes, lands in there and goes, right, this is brilliant. He, he under a spell all of a sudden and casts the wife out. She's very upset. She goes to a few clerics who, who think your one's definitely a, a, a she woman. So then, or a she, uh, a woman of the she. And gradually, you know, she just kind of, kind of puts more spells upon the king and, and he sees war outside his door and, and gradually all of the rocks return to what seems to be a horde coming at them and literally burns the place down to the ground, but it's an invisible force that he's fighting against. And McCarthy McIrk uh, is the first king to both burn and drown at the same time because he jumped into a whole cask of wine while the whole place was burning down around him. And the sucker punch of it all is that Sheen actually fell in love with him and died of a broken heart. So that's kind of uh, Sheen in a nutshell. But- but her her motivation that you find out at the end as she's dying of a broken heart is that he killed her father. Yes, sorry. I left and he out. slaughtered her family. And so that's why that's she's why. been on this thing. Um, well, it, it goes back to like, again, to be king, MacArthur had to kill many people to get where he was. He had to, you know, desecrate families, ruin places and, and build up his alliances and it's peaceful now, but it's kind of the, the shadow of the past coming forward and the shadow of, of what you've done before haunting I you. Lost in the way. Of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> that was a visual joke. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's just Once very again. hard to take you seriously when you talk. <laughs> Not to do it's hard that. to take me seriously when I talk. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, okay. So I, we're, I we're getting that. down... We're getting down to the nuts and bolts of this gritty story and it's terrible and it's awful. And, you know, there you are saying whatever you say, it's just going to be ridiculous. Um, well, I do think that when you first uh, introduced um, Yuan, I'm calling them Yuan and himself because I can never remember there. the names or the pronunciations. Um, the king, dude, he sounded very Clooney-esque because I think he had a chiseled jaw and he was graying a bit. And I was like, oh, Clooney, yeah, I can see why she's got that going. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to absolutely... Oh. <laughs> Ding dong, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Girls got to do what a girl's got to do. Yeah, He's... but then, but then, poor woman by the end of it. But also the wife, the wife. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she, shook. why would yeah. you take kindly to it? Of course you wouldn't. And she's got all the kids, and she's really pissed off. Yeah. But she's um, skulking about, having a look in, not letting it lie. I'm like, dude, no contact. Cut it, cut it off, off your pop. You just leave it. You're just hurting yourself. <laughs> It, it's I, not making it any better for you. I like how this is becoming an advice column for people in the myth. <laughs> in myth. Oh my god! <laughs> Spin off. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, <laughs> you totally do that. Send it to Jules and just be like, "Babe, no, <laughs> Queen, please." <laughs> there you go, Woman Patty. King, please. There yeah. you go, Woman King. See, I've learned that. Yeah. See, there you go. There you go. Um, but it, 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 I guess the story is, is kind of the, the, the fatal tragedy of somebody who's hell bent on revenge and not seeing what's actually in front and not be able to tell the wood from the trees as to what's in front of them. Yeah. And, you know, when she's made that decision from the get go and you, you know, follow for all, all you want to do is get back at that person. Um, 
and you know ultimately it'll be a bad ending for yourself no matter what is kind of but slightly moralistically you kind of can't get away from the moralistic element of this one like you know we don't like doing it but it's kind of there like it's a moral dilemma because it is that thing of like she's just she's decided or she's vowed revenge and she's kind of stuck now and she decides which i this is a bit where I give advice to mythology characters and my, my advice is always be 10,000 times more horrifying and ruthless. Um, <laughs> she gets too close. She gets too close. Mm-hmm. She wants to destroy him completely, but she gets too close. So she's living with him. Mm. She's making him go and fight in these like pretend wars all day. She's feeding him n- substanceless um, fairy food, probably slim fast all night. And like... He's wasting away. He's getting weaker and weaker. Everyone's, but like she gets too close and she sees him getting weaker and more pathetic and more like, oh, mind me. And she's, she kind of starts to feel sympathetic for him because you would, because yeah. she's slowly destroying this guy. And yeah. that's hard to watch. So even if she's still like, even if she, she didn't like him at the beginning, I could see a version where she's like, by the end, she's like, oh God. But then she's seen all the all the pain he's been through. Yeah, and I think it's quite nice at the end when the the wife and Sheen have a chat because mm. they're both broken hearted that he's dead. And she's like, "Well, why did you do it then? If you loved him, why did you do it?" And they have that moment, which is nice. But also, she could have not killed him dead twice, which is essentially what the the older Johnny Two deaths when he drowns <laughs> in a, drowns in a <laughs> barrel of wine and burns alive. Yeah, like you'd hope that he drowned. Just his top, and then, like, yeah, just like didn't yeah. feel the burn. Mm. Yeah, yeah, just got a lung full of mellow. What did they have back then? Probably not. Probably Merlot. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I assume probably Merlot spelt with lots of D's and B's and H's yeah. and lots of vowels. M E P H R. Murderlico. Murder Cheating at Scrabble. Um, it 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 is one where you kind of find like sympathy for Sheen because at the end you go oh like I, it, it doesn't exp- what kind of catch me in that story always is like it doesn't quite explain why she fell in love with him I know I know we're, we're kind of like seeping into the sympathy I think it's his gentleness I, it was is described as like even as he's you know trying to fight off all these hordes he's still gentle and kind and to the people around him and in some way you know uh, whatever advances he's making towards her or whatever he's kind of dealing with her is always gentle and kind, even though he's just cast out his wife and kids, which again is like red flag area. Yeah, but well, red, yeah, flag. red flag. But, but then she he... also kind of voiced him. Yes, exactly. So that's not on him. That's on. Isn't it though? I know a lot of people who will be in love with some absolute train wreck human beings if they're good at one thing. Yeah, but. And I, you know. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, but if, but if, you, if if she has actually bewitched him, that's magic and that's beyond his control. It's beyond his control. I mean, if we're in love that's... with her, but I don't know if all of his actions are beyond his control. I don't yeah. know. Oh, well, Do then you know he's a I mean? tit and he deserves to drown in it. <laughs> I'm letting him a hard <laughs> turn. Hard turn from Jill. Yeah, that. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's just that kind of grey area that you don't really get to, to just like, because she arrives in and she either. says, cast her choice. He's like, yeah, cool, no bother. Now, is that a spell or was she just yeah. super hot? And uh, didn't he get her when he was hunting? 
Yeah. Doesn't he come yeah. back with her like he goes, a he goes hunting. Deer? He goes hunting on Samhain. He goes hunting on so Samhain. So I'm thinking she's got really hairy legs for a start. Skinny, hairy and, legs. And a, and a bit of a hoof going Interesting. on. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Uh, Maybe. So. Yeah, I mean. Like, yeah, it's, just... it's, not, it's not cool for the wife. It's the saddest one that I had to listen to. For many reasons, it's the it's the tragic one. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you didn't listen to the set the alternate version of the naming of Maka because that's definitely sadder again. Um, which I'd actually be I'd be curious to hear if people have a preference for the the how yeah. uh, Maka got its name because or how uh, Maka got its name because I meant to say earlier the the Grover Magnassa one of the Ulster uh, uh, the Red Branch where he's racing the horses against Maka. Mm-hmm. That doesn't quite make sense because it's in our Maka already. So well, they're in, his, quite... they're in his fortress as yet unnamed, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But, but... you know, maybe it had another name that's been forgotten. Same mm-hmm. fortress. Oh, same fortress. Same area. It's the same yeah. fortress. And same it's fortress, same... different bollocks. Same fortress. <laughs> yeah, different yeah. decades. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, I, I'd be curious as to uh, what people would prefer uh, or what people have a preference to in terms of the brooch of Maka or the, uh, yeah. the twins of Maka. Um, is it okay to just mention that my favourite one is, is Scythe? That, yeah. It is. That okay. is my favourite and it is really heartbreaking. Yes. But that is, is my favourite of all the ones the, the saddest heard one. and remember. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. Lipsy when I've seen you. Yeah. That one and the one where you talk <laughs> about a crone and you talk about the... Um, upkeep of the undercarriage there you go oh nice i know exactly what you're talking about and that was very subtle thank you Um, for me as well i mean come on yeah wow wow that was um, and for anyone who else who doesn't know what the hell she's on about we'll be talking about kayaks or kayaks yeah we will um because i i i've got a pronunciation difficulty with the yeah it's kayak apparently yeah um yeah yeah depending Um, on where you're from my Donegal yeah. friend called it a kalia. That was one of the funniest yeah. ones, though. You were all creased up. You were oh, crying, laughing. Crying, laughing. Brilliant. We'll have Great. a couple, I think we have a couple of kayak stories coming we uh, do. with the rest of this series. Later. And last but not least, on this Paul's show chat, we yes. want to talk about Beckima. Now, so this one, in when I was outlining my kind of typology of bad bitches and was like, there's Maka. And then yeah. I feel like Sheen is kind of in the middle because mm. she goes too far, mm. but she's got a good reason. Mm. Yeah. And then there's Beckyma. Yeah, and repentant. Mm-hmm. And then there's Beckyma, who is full bitch, full butter, burn it all down, full no fucking reason, don't care, gimme. Mm-hmm. I disagree. I love Beckyma. Like, I actually think there's like, there's a fucking story there that needs to be written about Beckyma. Beckyma of the wanton eye. She gets Doesn't mean she's not out. interesting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No. yeah. I'm curious, but I think I just think like in terms of what she does in the story, there's no justification given and there's no like. But anyway, so, so yeah, what do you love tell, us, tell us. OK, OK, so she gets cast like out of the the she, she, her only thing is she gets cast out of the other world. Right. Um, and to, again, recap very briefly on the story. Beck Milan's Mary uh, like uh, comes and meets the king. And comes back and basically becomes the, the queen of the land. The whole place is ruined. Uh, a blight takes over the land, and Art, son of Khan, has to go off and find uh, a way to defeat her. Now, she kind of tricks him into a couple of chess games. There's a few little bits and pieces that I won't get into because it's a long story. But essentially, um, 
uh, yeah, they try a couple of things to, to cure the land. Art has to go off and find uh, a, a fairy princess, basically, bring her back to her. Yeah, Art, Art is sent because <coughs> Khan goes to try and find a sinless child because they're told that if they commit human sacrifice and mix the blood of the, of the child with the, with the soil and Tara, the blight will be lifted. And so Khan Cade Cahok goes off searching for a an innocent, like the most innocent, innocent child that there can ever possibly be. And then uh, Bakuma kind of maneuvers, um, or sorry, Khan goes off looking for the child and then Bakuma maneuvers Art into going and rescuing a fairy princess, but she thinks it's going to be lethal and he's going to die. Absolutely. And so, so that's Delvkin and she comes in and calls herself Delvkin. Now, this background story is completely un unwritten and I have no idea why A, she calls herself Delkin. She gets kicked out of, of um, the she world because she is of the wanton eye and basically slept with someone who isn't her husband. And I all... thought it was of the wanting eye. I thought it was a greed thing. Yeah, the want, the, yeah. So like w- 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 the wanting eye, the, the lustful eye, that's the way I read it. So she, but she... But that could be lots of things. That could be sleeping lovely. with and just being a greedy little sod, you know? But she, but the, the reason is because she was on, no, again, this is, this is written down with, with a, a little slant, I imagine, but she was unfaithful to her husband. So that's the reason she was, no, I didn't lean too heavily in that in that story because I don't particularly like that as like the reason she's kicked out. And, but it really makes, makes me kind of go, hang on. So she was kicked out for being unfaithful to her husband. She then arrives to Ireland for the love of art but then sees a better opportunity. And since all of the fairy mounds are closed off to her, says, well, fuck it anyway. I'm going to stay here and, and marry the king. And marry the dad. Turns the out on the side. She's kind of ruined the land. We kind of went, eh, is that really my fault? I mean, really? It's kind of the king's fault. It's on the king. King should be keeping his land sources. And he's got a plan involving some kid that I don't need to know about. And then all of a sudden, yeah, that all happens. She, she's not involved with the sinless couple thing at all. She's just like, la, 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 la. No, what except that she, she knows that she's the cause of the blight and she yes. doesn't want to go. Yes, but she doesn't burn it all down. She, she, she's very passive. She's very passive. She only has a bit of, okay, she's not that passive. She's not <laughs> passive. Oh, Aaron. She's, she's, <laughs> oh, Aaron. Do you know the advice column? Yeah. It's Aaron now. It's Aaron now. Yeah. <laughs> Just because she's pretty doesn't mean she won't ruin your life. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Thank you. Thank you. I wish you told me that before. I'm I, so glad you said that. Though. I have. <laughs> we oh. both have over the years. Many people have. Many times, in fact. Yes, and yes. yes, poor Aaron. And yet. Um, <laughs> Now, I, I just I find her a fascinating character. I think it's it's one of those stories I'd like to come back to and like do a perspective swap and get like, get you to tell the Beckham side. Like I, that would I be can kind of see that because if you if you went into like what's her deal with Delvkem? Why yeah. did she pick Delvkem as an alias? Because Delvkem is this woman who's like locked in a glass tower and has two monsters for parents mm. and is really hot. Genetic lottery. Because nobody's going to come looking for her. I guess I that was kind of what I was thinking. So it's yeah. a safe identity. Maybe. It's, it's, she's it's, heard a tale about her and she's like, sounds like well, a good name. She's, she's stuck in me. a glass tower. Yeah. She's not going to turn up and contradict me. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's actually probably very, very, very safe and, and, and makes sense. I think there's, well, not that I think, like I was just moved that there was something more to it than, than that just an obvious, ah, oh, that's a safe name. It's kind of like, uh, 
I don't. Yeah, I, I, I feel like was 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 she involved in that somehow? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, you could. That's the thing with it, and it, it obviously it does change it. If uh, when when I was hearing about it, that it was the the um, the kid who they got to use as a sacrifice who was without sin was there, and then an old crone, I love an old crone, appears and goes, "Yoink! You're not having yeah. him. You can't have him." And that bitch over there, yeah, Liza Minnelli, full of lies. Get her out. All and, lies. And uh, I, I just quite <laughs> liked that she came in and went, nope. And it was the way she said, the way I heard it, um, she's full of shit. She wrecks everything. She's got a wanting eye. She's greedy. And it felt like she was a Kardashian and she was all about capitalism and greed and poutiness that's what i got and um and there you go so but if you if you tell it that well she she fell in love with another guy and, and couldn't get away from her husband and her actual husband was horrible and so she had an affair and and then she got chucked out and it's all like the woman who yeah. gets blamed and blah 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 and then she got thrown out of her whole land like yeah it's really shit and she needs a new identity and if you put that different spin on it i don't feel quite so sorry for her however i do think that she knows that now she's here the blight is her problem yeah yeah because sometimes when there's a blight and someone is to blame and they pretend it's not their problem it doesn't go well <laughs> history looks poorly on them for years to come <laughs> especially at rugby games maybe she doesn't know this yet There'll be songs about them. There'll be songs about them. And what will happen is she'll go to a pub in Ireland one day and she'll get tricked into singing this song, which she thinks is a bit of diddly iodine, and a bit of a laugh, right? And she'll be singing along. She's got no idea it's about her and how much everybody else hates her. <laughs> what was the song? All of them. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Even the one on the bus to Cork the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, that, like, that wasn't the song so much as the fact that they kept getting up the ra in between the verses. Ah, dear. Drunk. Seeing you smiling there, Limerick boy. <laughs> drunk, drunk rugby fans on a bus. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. yeah. It was the hurling, wasn't it? Or the gaff? No, it was, it was the rugby fans. Oh, it was oh dear. Oh, ah, yeah. anyway, I mean, you know, I think. I don't I, I, yeah, I think the embodiment of Becky May is just, you know, Julie Lockley right now. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> I also it, think art's a bit like, goes off to on this long quest, which is very questy. And mental. Very, it's very, the most mental quest of all. Like, very sorry, questy. It's a bit, it's a bit just, Harry, Harry Potter. She's, yeah. yoinked, she's yoinked to that from there, isn't she? Um, it, there's that. so much in it. Like, I, I kind of, I love that story. And I was kind of, I was trying to truncate it. And I made a very bad job because first time I recorded it, the audio was wrong. Second time I recorded it, uh, I, I, I couldn't finish the audio. And then the third time, it, was just, it became longer each time I went back to record it. So um, It's anyway, a long ass story. There's a lot of bits to it. Mm. I think it would I be know. interesting. Yeah. Be interesting to do a swappy one where we dovetail it a bit and maybe maybe yeah. do it yeah. or do yeah. it as the second half of the show now that we can do live shows again. But yay. he finally, uh, yay! He finally falls in love with some woman on an island. Yeah, and then she's like, "Stay with me." He's like, "Nah, I've got shit to do, bitch." And then yeah. off he goes, yeah, yeah. and then well, he's like, <laughs> "On to the next one." I'm like, "Oh, I've never known love like this." Um, didn't you just leave? You just... Uh, okay, so art is okay. again her name. I couldn't really pronounce. It's like Cred. Yeah. Credna. 
Credna. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, I think it's Credna. Yeah, well, she falls in love with him. He's like, oh, they're a nice pair of boulders that I lay my head on. <laughs> Dear Lord. He's really, really appreciative of her Egyptian cotton thread count. Yes. And he just needs somewhere to stay. He just needs somewhere to crash for a bit. And also all of the advice that will allow him to succeed in his quest. And he can't yeah, he... help it if he's gorgeous and she falls for him. I mean, geez. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he was pretty up against it if he hadn't met her in Paris. He was pretty Oh, he was dead. He was, he was fully dead. dead. Deader than a dead, dead thing. Dead. But to but... be fair to him, he does know that he needs to leave. Otherwise, everything's screwed. Yeah, he's so. worried about, he's like worried about his, his, his home. It's one of those moments where I'm like, right, okay, how many kind of weird smells or mushrooms were, were, were they having when they were, you know, writing this one down? Because that one just, it goes batshit crazy out of nowhere. Bonkers. Batshit. I think the moment where it was all of the hags with the blisters in their hands trying to grab them and throw them into a cauldron full of boiling lead that I was like... Lead. Okay. This lead, is... like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lead like lead what? like the fuck? Uh, yeah, boiling lead, very specific from Merlot to lead. Yeah, what were they going to make with him? I know a lot yeah, of pencils, ice mountain, giant toads, a fuckload of lions for no reason. Oh yeah, and oil like lions. as if that's a thing. Like oh, oh yeah, a giant oil. Oil, the serpent from the Fionn story, just yeah. pops back up to fight art for for also the parents he... of Delvkim. Even if none of that else other stuff was there, you have Doghead, yeah. whose name is Doghead. Doghead, yeah, ah! she's who yeah. has weird, like old lady breasts, you yeah. know, the kind of really, really saggy, kind of empty ones, yeah. and a yeah. doghead. Just skin. Say what you see. <laughs> that's how they named it. That's apparently her whole deal. Yeah, yeah, that's and it. And then a giant. And they're the parents, but they're also guarding her in the tower. They're also keeping her locked up in a glass tower where she can't get With her own kid. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I I can see what you mean, but there is an intriguing backstory here of like, what the fuck is happening there? Maybe they were twins and she got out. Ooh. 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 Oh, no. Here we go. Yeah. And was Doghead always Doghead? Like, was she Puppyhead when she was little? Like, was she ever cute? (laughs) Was she ever Puppyhead? I don't know. Maybe, maybe puppy head, a puppy headed little girl could be. Real, I could see that being real cute. Yeah. And on the twenty first, yeah. they went your dog head now. Sorry, yeah. your dog. There you go. There you go. Um, I do love the fact that he, he, he they, it don't ends up being a whole transformation battle though. It's like, right, you're a giant, can't fight you, gonna be a bird, can't catch you. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> sword in the stone. Remember at the end with Mim and yeah. and Merlin when they have the fight. That was my favorite bit when I was yeah, a kid watching was, that. There's loads, there's loads of Irish myth stories that end up, and and I think Celtic myth in general, because I think there is, there are Arthurian ones where they do that shape shifting. Mm. Yeah, yeah, the lad lad of skins. Yeah, the lad of the skins has a shape shifting battle. Um, the the bulls and the tawn do the shape shifting battle. So it's a it's a thing, but it's gas. Yeah, and he, I love that he uses Kuroi McDara's Hazelrod just as a little bit of a like, you know, which again. Again, I, I like the introduction of Beckham's like foster sister, who's just out of nowhere wearing the visibility cloak, goes down, nicks the hazel rod, and then comes back and helps her win the game of chess. Which is all right with her then. So which she, is yeah, obviously not everybody in the she. Yeah. And th- and I, that's the whole grey area of like mm. so she's been cast out of and the she mounts have been close to her, but like not ev- like her her sister's pretty happy with her. Her sister's pretty cool with her. 
wearing She's an invisibility him. cloak and helping her out and knocking over chess pieces and being was me. Was was it just one king of the of the she that just got pissed off her for sleeping with someone else? Do you know? Who did she sleep with? Was it him? And then she got annoyed with him and never called him back. She never writes, she never texts. I feel used. Him. Maybe that was it. Or a brother. His brother. Ooh. Oh my god, her brother. Not That's her gross. brother. His brother. All right. Maybe yeah, got... could have that could have been. It's so yeah. many. So there's many. So many. There's... And maybe's. There's so many possibilities for people to sleep with that will annoy lots of other people. But it, it, it does start it, it, it does start off the whole art art son of Khan being the king, and then you never come across well, I've never come across uh, the wife Telkim again. Mm. No, because art is the the father of Cormac McCart. And when art meets Cormac McCart's mother, um, the druid's daughter, he doesn't have so, he doesn't have any children. No. So whatever happens next, we know what ha- we know how Art dies because he dies in a in a fight with Louis McCann. But um, there's a there's a missing bit in the middle. I think he dies in. I don't I I don't know if he's ever the High King or if he if he dies kind of fighting for it. Mm. Do you know um, what I mean? Which is kind of interesting as well because he's he's a backstory of a warrior who's you know someday going to be king, but he doesn't actually. Doesn't I don't think he lands that. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. But then where does she go? After that, yeah. Well, that's the He's whole unwritten story. Every, how many lands are there? Yeah, there's the she and there's the this bit. Do they mm. send her to England? Yeah, and then she shifts <laughs> again, and now she's a funny-looking man with a terrible haircut. Boris, no. <laughs> Boris, Beckyman. I mean, it fits. Greedy, wanting. It fits. Doesn't know when to fuck off. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! The blighted land is all is all their fault, and they and they just sit there being like, "Well, probably not me. Maybe we should kill some more children." Yeah, I could see Boris doing that. Yeah, that's my Boris voice. <laughs> well, yeah, could possibly work on it a bit more. But anyway, it's fine. <laughs> Judy, I, I, I I refuse to put in the fucking effort to yeah. take the piss out of that Don't, ticket. No. There'll be another yeah. twatty Etonian that no. you have to copy in a couple of fine. weeks. That so will worry about <laughs> it. Judy, which was your favorite story? Of the three bad bitches, which one did you well, did your heart want to hear again? Um, now the last one, now Beckyma, because I have, oh. I have more questions mm. now. Yeah, Sheen was heartbreaking, and I don't want to go there again. Fair enough. Um, uh, but I did. I liked Maka was my favorite at first. Nice. I, st- I mean, I love all of them, but um, because I just think, yeah, you go, girl. I'm always underestimated. Yeah, because I'm small. You're tiny. Mm. And, uh, tiny little English arms. Uh. <laughs> and hands. And hands. Tiny, tiny little English hands. Um, yes. Uh, it, all the better to hold all the money. No, that's done. <laughs> I've got nice. Uh, nice. Oh, honey. That's what happens. <laughs> all the better to steal your potatoes. Um, oh, no, bad. You did. Sorry. Dark. Again, Dark. sorry. Dark. I apologize for that. Well, my people were, were being we're gonna get trolled. Up north. You yes. won't. It's me we're saying it and I'm so saying trolled. That. Oh, no, I, I got awful trolled for uh for calling the British Isles ones. Um no, somebody yeah. gave out to us and then we said, hang on, they're named after Britain Whale, who was from Ireland. And then that person looked it up and said, Actually, fair enough, you're yeah. right. Yeah. So you know, they can come and troll yeah. me and I'll give them a one slap negative comment. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not really true. He's too sensitive. Oh, bless him. Um, yeah, no, I shouldn't be on the internet. Yeah. I don't look either, so I wouldn't worry. It's so better, where can better. people find you on the internet? Oh, God, well, now I probably shouldn't say. Given that, given that you're open to being <laughs> trolled. Me. 
Don't troll, Julie. Um, but just you know, I think our fans are not, up the, to. not no. the trolling type. And um, watch your short films just... as they come out, and see your sketches. And mm. watch my comedy. Your sketches, sketches. your no. sketches are, are very funny. And I rewatch them all. Uh, Julie Lockie, where can we find you? Uh, well, Julie Lockie on the YouTube. The oh, YouTube, yeah, yeah it's L O C K E Y. We put a link. Uh, we put a link. And same on Twitter, and same on Insta Smug, as I like to call oh, it. I don't really good. do a lot of Insta Smugging, but uh, maybe I should. Right. I don't I either. Know. I never do. Yeah, but no, I should. No. All of it. I should. I haven't got my videos up on there, but I have got them on Twitter and have got them on YouTube. It, and, it's a, yeah, yeah, it's a, an entire hole you can fall into, um, and you're better off not. I Sarah literally has an account, so I can tag her and stuff. Um, yeah. In fact, you have two. Oh yeah. One of them is a by accident. <laughs> Brilliant. I have two. I, I have accidentally two Instagram accounts. I never update either of them. If I don't follow you back, it's not personal. I don't follow anyone back. Um, <laughs> nice. It, nice, is, nice, nice. it is so people can tag me if I'm in stuff. And if anyone follows me, they'll see, presumably see stuff I'm tagged in. Sarga, what's going on? Candle Tales for people to look forward to. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, well, later today, it's too late for you to get tickets because it's in the past now by the time you're hearing this podcast. <laughs> we're doing a show on MVP. That. Yeah. <laughs> but time is just a construct, Circa. What are you talking about? We're also in Navan Fort on the 5th of August. Mm. Yes. Which I think is still in the future, depending <laughs> on when this comes out. Uh, Fire up the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah, they'll have, they'll have missed the lexicon thing as well, and that's a conference. That's fine. Uh, and then what are we doing? Are we in? We have, we have a tour of, of Mead Libraries. Mead Libraries are uh, doing a lovely uh, booking for us on the uh, 16th, 18th, and I believe. You got the 13th in the calendar here. Yeah, 13th. There we go. Um, the 13th, the 16th, August. and the 18th of August. So we'll be doing lots of uh, kid friendly shows for those. And we are, I think, back in MVP in Dublin in September the 20th. Yes, and we're also in the Undergrowth Festival uh, on the 20th and 21st of August. That's right. According That's right. to our calendar that I'm looking at right now, because I can't remember Excellent. what we're doing. Um, fantastic. Uh, looking forward to doing a few more live gigs and keeping things kind of lit as we can and spreading as much mythology as we are able to. Thank you very much for person. our yeah. Patreon supporters who've gone to candletales.com. Sorry, I mean, patreon.com forward slash candletales. That's it. There yes. it is. Um, Sorry, I interrupted you. Cloud that, love. No, I do it all the time. I get it wrong. I literally just say candletales.com forward slash Patreon. And I'm like, nope, wrong. No, nope. um, <laughs> other way. Wrong. You can other also way go, around. You can go on to our website, which is candletales.ie and see the linkies to all the things and figure yeah, it out from there awesome. if you want. Uh, thanks for staying tuned. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you at another thing in the future. Uh, yeah. Yay. Yeah. And thanks, Julie. Thank you. Enjoy. It's been right, laugh. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. God, is this how we're leaving it in a really yeah, moment? Really... We love it. I love, love it. it. I'm mad for it. I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Julie. Bye.